because decluttering isn't just physical, it's mental too. When our space is cluttered, our minds follow suit. So start by identifying the essentials. Do you really need those old notes from two years ago? Probably not. Time to let it go. I'm, I let mine go. It was hard, trust me. But keep what inspires you and serves you and let go of the rest. Hey there, I'm Makita, a small town girl with dreams who started a podcast with an old headset and a laptop at my kitchen table and made my dreams come true. On my podcast, Time for Tea with Makita, we chat about living life unapologetically on your terms from career advice, entrepreneurship, relationships, and everything in between. This is your one-stop shop for real conversations and inspiration. If you're looking for connection, then you've found it here. Join me every Tuesday as we dive into those sometimes hard-to-have conversations. So grab your cup of tea or coffee and get comfy because this is time for Tea with Makita and the tea is definitely hot. Ever feel like you need a superpower boost of motivation with exclusive tips and tools with your goals in mind? Well, say hello to your new inspiration hotspot, the Tuesday Tea Newsletter, your weekly infusion of big thinking energy that will propel you to chase your wildest dreams and never shy away from using the power of your voice. Sign up for the Tuesday Tea Newsletter today at beautifullyunbalanced.com and elevate your goals to the next level. Welcome back. It is definitely time for some tea. I'm your host, Makita. First, I just want to say thank you for just sharing your time, your space, and of course, that amazing energy that you bring each and every time. So today's episode is all about getting more organized. And let me just say that I'm one of those people that I don't like clutter, but I constantly find myself keeping things like I hate to let go of something because I'm always afraid that I'm going to need it later. But at the same time, when things get to be cluttered, I feel so out of control. It's like my thoughts and everything around me starts to to kind of spin out of control in some form because I don't know what I should do first. Should I clean up the clutter? Should I just get to work and worry about it later? Do I build in some time somewhere along the way to get this part done? And then I end up getting all off track and I don't complete my tasks that are in front of me because I've let myself create a clutter mess. (laughs) So we're talking about it. Um, As Benjamin Franklin once said, for every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned. So we're going to earn ourselves some hours, okay? We're going to be diving into organizing our workspace and then looking at how that can transfer into our personal lives and organizing our minds. I don't know about you, but sometimes my mind feels like it's all over the place. So I was sitting at my desk at work and I was looking at all these sticky notes and I admit I am a sticky notes addict. (laughs) They're all over the place. They're attached to my computer, my keyboard, like they are everywhere. Some of them are on my wall. Um, Truthfully, You know, I love them because they hold so much information. The problem is some of these sticky notes I know are over a year old. They have some ideas on them. And I'm always like, but I could use that idea later. I could use it. And the truth is, normally, if you haven't used it by now, it's time to let some things go. 
So I'm working on being able to let some of these go. And I do have the Google Docs where I keep ideas in as well. But I just like having this stuff here, but it is cluttered. It's too much. It is time to let go and move forward with fresh stuff, fresh ideas, and new ways. So as I was looking at taking this time to take some inventory and get organized, I realized that I felt, my mind felt all over the place because my workspace and how I was doing things were all over the place. And I just want to know, do you know that feeling of knowing what you should be doing, but somehow you just can't seem to figure out how to get started? I know I'm not alone. So I was reading this study on epigenics. And for anyone that has never heard of this, epigenics is a study of how your behavior and environment can affect your gene activity. And I feel like this is such an amazing uh, research and study. I can't say I am super, super knowledgeable, but I did re- read up on it and I, and I just love the whole idea of it. So the more I was thinking about this, the more I became convinced that if my environment is functional and organized, then that would promote a behavior that will help me to first organize my thoughts. Then that would transfer over into my workstation and my personal life. But I don't want you to get caught up with this idea of being perfect. I, I'm i not one of those people that um, exist in total perfection. I know some people are, and that works great for them. Um, but everything doesn't have to be precise for me. I just want my workspace to have the feeling and look organized where everything has a place. Even my sticky notes has its place. And in return, my mind doesn't feel scattered when I entered the room and I feel like, should I do be hitting record or should I just be giving this whole thing a makeover? Um, but I want to make sure that when I walk in, that there is a sense of calm, there is a sense of peace. I know where to start and I'm not being distracted by the sticky notes and the clutter. So, When you think about your environment, I want you to think of what are some things that you can start to organize that brings back that sense of control and calm that will help you create an environment that will be just for you. Because I feel like my, my workspace, which is my studio space, it has to have this creative feel to it. It has to be uniquely me. It has to bring out all the creative juices that can start to flow. I have to have the sunlight, the the windows, all the things that make me feel like me and make me feel relaxed and calm. I have to have my candle burning. I have to have my tea on the side. Like those are the things. And I can't have sticky notes piled up and notebooks and all the other stuff. I My mind gets cluttered. I have that, what they call it, the monkey brain. It's going, 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 and nothing is getting done. Nothing's happening because I'm unorganized in my spaces too. So now that we talked about that, <laughs> let's, let's dive into, when we talk about organizing, let's tackle our workspaces. Because we're talking about you know having this a desk that is free of clutter, And you can have your own organized clutter as long as this clutter is not to the point 
where before you can even take out a pen and paper to write, you have to make room and create a small little space for you to do it. I want you to think more of having a designated writing area that is free from any type of clutter, that is designated just for you to take out your notes and your pen and work. Okay? Think about that. Because decluttering isn't just physical, it's mental too. When our space is cluttered, our minds follow suit. So start by identifying the essentials. Do you really need those old notes from two years ago? Probably not. Time to let it go. I'm, I let mine go. It was hard, trust me. But keep what inspires you and serves you and let go of the rest. You're going to have new ideas. You're going to have new thoughts. Now, speaking of our minds, who here finds their thoughts running a marathon? You're not alone. Like I said, that monkey brain. When we organize our thoughts, it is, it's crucial. It's very crucial because it's part of organizing our physical space. When your brain is juggling a million things, try this. Write it down. Make a list. If you are more of a person that don't really like to like write things down because like, like oh, that's more clutter, <laughs> then use apps, whichever works best for you. If you're more, get in Google Docs, open it up. Keep a digital diary. You have to figure out what is going to work best for you and something that you can become, it can become a pattern, like a habit, like something that you know, all right, I got these thoughts, like I've been having like all these ideas and I got to find a place to place them, to put them somewhere. And they can't be taking up space in my mind because if these thoughts are running around, then I'm not getting the other things done because I'm so focused on all these other things that's happening in my mind right now. It's all about finding the clarity in the chaos. And I don't know about you, but life happens really fast and things are constantly moving and changing. And as we try to keep up with the latest and newest and learn how to use this app and this program and the next thing, it's like, okay, my mind needs a break. (laughs) I need a break. And I need to get the thoughts out. I need a space for this to go. So I'm not laying in bed at night, having all these thoughts run back through my mind. I need to get them out. So Consider using uh, just a simple sheet of paper and writing it down. I find this to be the most helpful for me. And I use that in, in different things. Like when I'm thinking, sometimes I do an inventory on where I'm at and where I want to be at. I make a list, all right? These are the things that I want to accomplish. These are the things that I've accomplished so far. And I kind of go through it like, okay, or is this a priority for right now? Is this something that's going to be more long-term and doesn't fit the one-month goal? Do I need to push this goal out to three months because it's unrealistic? Like all those things. Um, just having that opportunity to get the thoughts out is a great way to start. And here's where it gets really interesting, especially when we're talking about the epigenetics. Um, when we talk about, you know, how it studies our behaviors and the environment that can cause changes that affect the way our genes work. And unlike genetic changes, the epigenetic changes are reversible. Now, we're not talking about changing your DNA sequence and all that stuff, but they can change how your body responds to the environment. So just think about creating an environment that 
promotes creativity, that promotes calm and organization. You know, just think like, it's just like the company you keep really does matter because if you stay around people that are positive, if you even stay around someone that is a need freak, you yourself may not become a need freak, but you would be more organized. You would have your stuff together. You would, you know, be more precise or, you know, make sure things go where they're supposed to go. If you grow up in an environment or you're around people that are more messy, <laughs> when you come from an environment that is clean, that is more organized, you know, it will affect you differently. So just thinking about having an environment that produces a behavior that causes you to reevaluate how you want to show up, how you want to perform and function to the best of your ability. Another way that I stay organized in my personal life, because I don't do everything. I'm not a superwoman. <laughs> you know, some people may think I am, but I'm not. Like, I have certain days that I do certain um, chores, too, like around the house. Like, and when it comes to my personal life, I don't do laundry every day. I am amazed by the people who do do laundry every day. I never have. I have laundry day. It's assigned on this certain day of the week is laundry day. It's where I wash all the the linens and everything. And my day is dedicated to me and my husband both. We will fold everything up and put everything away. That is laundry day. That's what it consists of. Um, If it's like a spring cleaning or something like that, that's a little different. That's broken up in two days because we're taking curtains down and, you know, doing the whole thing. But just normal day-to-day life, I have laundry day. I don't try to do laundry every day and cook every day. Um, It just does not work for me. Uh, And it's part of my organization. And it doesn't make me feel like I'm trying to do 100 things at one time. So maybe think about breaking things down in a way that you don't feel like you're doing everything all over again the same day. Like it's, it's broken up. So maybe you have laundry day two to three times a week. Um, And that just depends sometimes on our lifestyles too, because I know if you have a job that you work outside, um, you may not want those clothes sitting around that long, but every other day versus every day wouldn't hurt either. Um, I do meal planning uh, to the best of my ability. Now I'll tell you, some days are crazy. Things don't go exactly according to plan, but I do have an idea in the beginning of the week of what I'm going to be fixing for dinner. And I'm very lucky because my husband also breaks up the dinner responsibilities with me. So he does dinner two days during the weekday and I do dinner two days during the weekday. I always do dinner on Sunday most of the time. That is, (laughs) and I say most of the time because sometimes we go out. It's just the way things happen. Um, But most of the time I do dinner on Sunday. And then during the weekday, we both take turns and I have two nights dedicated for me and two nights dedicated for my husband. And then usually on Friday, and we call it fin for yourself because, you know, you can grab whatever you want to eat. There's something, you know, you, you're on your own. You got it. And even when my kids were younger, it was still fin for yourself. You can make a sandwich, you can um, get some French fries, like it's up to you. But there are options. Like we may bring home deli meat. 
um, for sandwiches. And when you get hungry, you go make a sandwich. There's a pizza. Make a pizza. Like, you want to go out and grab something to eat? Then grab something to eat. But it it just helps so that, you know, we're, I know on Monday that I'm going to cook, so I'm going to have an idea what to fix. I know on Wednesdays I'm going to cook, and I need to have an idea of what I'm going to make. And then I'm more organized. I'm not trying to figure things out and getting home and just feeling really overwhelmed about what are we going to cook, what's here, what ingredients am I missing, and I'm trying to throw something together. Now, there are days that are like that, but when I am organized, like I said, when I'm organized, then everything flows much better. When I get unorganized, things are really out of control. And that's when I think we feel the anxiety, the stress, the overwhelm starts to pick up. Um, and I don't mean we have to sit down, like, like really like sit down because our lives are busy. You know, you have small kids, um, you have grandkids, you know, you're got practices and pickups and church and, you know, and other responsibilities. There are a lot of things happening in our lives, but I think we can slow down enough that we can take some of the stress away, that we can take some of the overwhelm away, that we can focus on organization to the point that we're not talking about being perfect or having this perfect dream life, but organizing in a way that promotes calm, that helps our well-being and our mental health and our spiritual health. It slows us down. It makes us feel more centered. And that's the organization that I want you to have, just having that peace of mind to know what's next and not feeling scattered and pulled in a thousand different directions because there's so many things that get that we feel need to be done and we feel like we're not getting anything done because everything is so cluttered and all over the place. Now, I I apply the same principle of doing things on certain days when it comes to cleaning the house. On a certain day of the week is the living room and the dining room. I clean those two rooms. I try to declutter those rooms, get rid of things that's been sitting around, figure out does something need to go? Can I donate something? Can I give this away? Um, How can I make this room feel, you know, the space feel better? for me, for the people that come into it, like a cozy environment. I want people to feel like when they're in here, they can pull on that throw blanket, wrap up, and just be comfy in the living room. So I like the dining room to feel open and spacious. And that's the feel I'm going for. I don't want the clutter. So just, you know, I don't try to do both rooms and do a deep clean every day. Um, two day, uh, Once a week, they get a deep clean and I decide which day of the week, we're going to do that. And when my kids were younger, everybody had a room. <laughs> On Sundays was cleanup day. And everybody was assigned a room that they would have to clean. And it worked perfect. It worked great. Um, well, I ain't going to say perfect, but it worked. We got it done. And it felt good. And... I think it gave them a sense of organization, too, to understand how to create an environment in their own room and space that felt like them. So how does this tie into organization and 
being organized. Well, when we organize our environment and thoughts, we're potentially influencing our genes to work in our favor. It's like telling your body, hey, I got this under control, and your genes respond. So we're going to continue to keep our bodies and our minds healthy and focused. And like I said, it's not just about being neat. It's about creating an environment that's positive and impacts our well-being. So as you take this out into your day, when you think about how you can fit little bits and pieces of this into your life, remember, friend, organization and organizing isn't just about tidiness. It's about setting yourself up for success, both in your environment and in your mind. And who knows? With a little epigenic magic, we might just be helping our genes to help us. And remember, it's not about perfection. It's about progress, small steps, small things. Find what works best for you and take those steps to get organized. And you got this, and I will be here to support you throughout the journey, okay? All right, that is all the tea that I have to spill today, but I hope you're feeling motivated to tackle your workspace, your thoughts, and maybe even your genes. If you love this episode, don't forget to share it with someone else. And leave a review. I would love to hear your feedback. If we're not connected on social, find me at Makita Smith underscore. All right, my friends. I will see you next Tuesday. Until next time, namaste. Namaste.